Let him have it, Chris. 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 Switch for everything. You're listening to Aerial View on WFMU East Orange and worldwide on the internet at WFMU.org. I've heard his voice on the tape and it really put the hump in me. I've heard the broadcast many, many times. On both the fight programs. And the home service. Hey, buddy. Stay in New Jersey, let him care who we are. Chris, let's talk. I'm sick of talking. I'm tired of talking to people. Yeah. My dad just made me go on the air, deliver a coded message. Shut up, man. You're out of your mind. No, I'm not out of my mind. Oh, come on. Now, we're going to listen to what he said. Show the air. Because all we're dealing with here, after all,
Hey, it's me, Chris T, here on the road. Um, gonna do some driving on this edition of Aerial View, the Aerial View Podiatry Cast. Because uh, I know we're Americans, we all like to drive. And um, so right now I'm gonna drive to Ikea, of all places. I gotta pick up a piece of furniture and uh, I'm gonna try not to hit this recorder as I do so. So come on, as George Carlin says, you're going for a ride, I'm going for a drive, right? Because I'm the one who's driving and you're just along for the ride. So um, I, the way I've been able to mount this recorder, I'm not terribly happy with, so I'm gonna try to monitor this recording as I go and see just how bad it's gonna be. But if there's a lot of external noise, a lot of noise of me hitting the recorder, I may have to try another approach. But here I am, backing out in my 1983 Mercedes. This guy's going the wrong way. You are going the wrong way, lady big old arrow that's pointing in the direction opposite to the one you're going. Alright, so uh, let's see. I'm, I'm using the same approach I used when I made that recording at Rockefeller Center. I've got the lavalier mic clipped to the brim of my hat. And then uh, I also have the stereo mic on, clipped to the recorder itself, the mid-side stereo capsule. And uh, let's get up to highway speed. What do you say? That would be a good idea. You're gonna merge on the highway. I've been driving since the age of 15, uh, maybe 14 when I had my first moped. And uh, I used to ride that thing all over without a helmet. It's a miracle I've survived. <laughs> uh, and then my first car was a VW Beetle that I bought from uh, my friend Mike, Mike's father. And that thing never, I never got it running. I bought it knowing it needed to be repaired. And then it just never got repaired, and I ended up selling it. And then my second car, I was a little more successful with. It was a, a 1967 Mercury Cougar that had a dent literally on every body panel. There wasn't a body panel that wasn't dented. Front quarter, rear quarter, doors, hood, trunk, everything had a dent on it. I still don't know how that happened. I bought that from my friend Billy and uh, I must have had that when I was 18, 19, maybe. I went everywhere in that car. That's the thing about growing up on Long Island, you gotta have a car. Always gotta have a car. The other notable thing about that particular car, the Cougar, is that the hood would fly up as you were going down the road because the hood latch was bad. So I eventually took to locking it down with a bicycle chain. 
and that was a pain in the ass. So every time you wanted to top off the oil or look under the hood, and with that car it was frequent, you had to uh, unlock the chain. Now, uh, one of the reasons I wanted you to go driving with me is because driving in the state of New Jersey is insane. If you've never been here, if you've never driven here, my advice would be don't, if you don't have to. Um, I don't do much driving these days. My car mostly sits out front, uh, taking up a space. And that's okay. Um, but, you know, I, I, I tried to get that historic vehicle insurance, thinking I could save some money on insurance. Yeah. When I looked into just all the difficulties involved with driving around with historic plates on, I, I, I gave it up. Matter of fact, the plates are still sitting in my house, and I have, uh, I've got to send them back to Trenton if I want my 44 fucking dollars back. It's me, Chris T, Aerial View Podiatry Cast. I hope you enjoyed the last one with uh, Keith Hartel giving me a guitar lesson. There's going to be more of those in the future. Um, a week from today is when I go in for my foot surgery, and I'm still incredibly apprehensive about it. I, there's still a lot of unanswered questions. My podiatrist has been on vacation. It's been difficult to get on the phone with him, and I feel like I need to go in there. And uh, a matter of fact, I'm going to go in there next Wednesday and have a sit-down conversation about what's supposed to happen next Friday. But after next Friday, I am gonna. That's going to be it. I'm enjoying my last weekend on my feet. As a matter of fact, we're trying to figure out, my wife and I, what to go do this weekend that would be fun. Uh, I'm recording this on a Friday. I took the day off because the Pope is in town, and he's in my part of Manhattan, and I didn't want to be anywhere near there. So uh, tonight is the big downtown Soulville anniversary party. I'm thinking about going to that. Uh, gonna see how uh, the wife feels. And um, then Saturday there's a big weird New Jersey party going on in Union. Might go to that. There's a lot of mites here. We haven't nailed anything down yet. But I hope, I hope to enjoy my last weekend walking around like a normal person for a while. And uh, again, if you want to find this podcast, you can go to WFMU.org and make your way to the podcast area on the left side of the page. You could also go to aerialview.me where you'll see all kinds of linkage to how to get there. And I would appreciate feedback on the podcast. The playlist is always active, so feel free to leave, leave comments there on what you thought. It really, it's really helpful. It really helps me. Um, I'm heading down the highway to Ikea right now uh, in an effort to um, to make things a little more livable on the second floor of the house where I'm going to be confined while I heal. I'm trying to make some room. And to make some room, I need, I need some furniture to stash some stuff in. And that's why I'm going to Ikea. I'm going to pick up this cabinet that I can put some cassettes in and a bunch of other crap. I, uh, I feel deeply ashamed when I think of the cassettes in my house because I had long ago meant to digitize them. 
and I haven't. I just have. It's just one of those projects that's hanging there in the air that I've never gotten to. It's just a time-consuming pain in the ass. That's why. But let me get back to driving, which is what I'm doing right now, and why it's so awful. For me, the worst part of driving in New Jersey is uh, the people who don't think you're going fast enough. I'm looking down at my speedometer. I'm on the north side of 70 right now. The speed limit on this stretch is 65. And uh, people are hurtling past me like I am standing still. The proverbial standing still. Why, here goes a guy right now in what appears to be a Ford van. Coming up on my left side, passing me, it is a Ford, it's an E350. And uh, I am now doing about 75, and he, here comes somebody else passing me on my left in a Camaro convertible. And now when you drive, when you drive around New Jersey, when you're on the highway, in New Jersey. I don't, I don't mean like on the local roads, of course. But when you drive around New Jersey now, you just get the feeling you're got too goddamn slow. And it's a lot of get the fuck out of my way. And here comes yet another person. I think this is a Lexus SUV and there they go. I am nearing 80 and they just passed me. So they gotta be doing 8590. Here goes somebody in a what the hell is that? A Mercury something or other? Montero? I don't know what the hell that is. Also passed me like I was standing still. So there's a lot of that. There's a lot of, uh, you're moving too goddamn slow. Get the fuck out of my way. And then there's a lot of boneheaded moves. There's the jersey sweep when someone changes three lanes without signaling. There's people who like to weave in and out of lanes a lot. There's just a lot of asinine driving that goes on and I mean I'm driving old technology this car has no airbags obviously it's 1983 it's got a shoulder belt that's about it for safety features it's well made it's well built it's back when Mercedes knew how to make a car and uh, I wanted this car because I'd heard for years that they were bulletproof and then I, I actually got to drive one myself when I borrowed one from a friend of mine. And I really liked it and I was tired of the Jeep that I had at the time. And I was tired of the way the uh, Jeep would break down constantly. So I thought, let me, tr let me try one of these. And I picked it up on eBay, three, three grand, down near, uh, what is pretty close to Philadelphia. What was it? Cherry Hill? I think it was Cherry Hill. Oh, here's a road sign. It says New York City events this week. Expect major closings. No kidding. Because the Pope, the last time I saw the Pope, he was at ground zero. They were leading him around ground zero. Yeah, look at that. 65 miles an hour. Nobody here is doing 65. Nobody. To do 65 would be to appear as if you're going backwards. All right, we're making good time. I am gonna be at Ikea in no time. 
and then I'm going to face that nightmare. It shouldn't be that bad on a Friday at this hour. I'm hoping it's not that bad. Uh, the thing about Ikea is it's very hard to... Oh, look at that guy in the Acura. He's going fast. Wow. When I was a kid, we used to say, Go, Speed Racer. Go, Speed Racer. And everybody who drove really fast, we called Mario Andretti. I don't know if you kids today know who the fuck that is. Look him up. Mario Andretti. What do the kids say nowadays if they want to say somebody's driving fast? This car is falling apart, by the way. I wouldn't be surprised if it falls apart on me while I'm driving. I was told by my mechanic there's extensive rust beneath it and it sits outside in the snow and the snow uh, salt and the slush and the uh, just freezing and unfreezing kind of can't be good for it. And uh, I mean, I'm going to face a crossroads at some point what to do about this car because even though its heart is still strong you know the engine feels strong and uh, the drivetrain feels strong it's the body that's weak it's like if you didn't need a heart transplant but you needed a body transplant you know so I'm gonna be very sad to see it go I bought this car in 2003 and it served me it served me very well for the last 12 years it hasn't been in a terribly expensive car to maintain, so that's good. I worry about the diesel though now, because with all of this VW diesel scandal and you start reading about nitrogen oxide and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I, I drive this thing now and I wonder if I'm poisoning myself the whole time. So as much as I like diesel, I, 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 my next car may not be a diesel. I would love to get a battery car car that runs on a battery. A, what did they call it? A BEHV, a battery electric hybrid vehicle. So you can uh, plug it in, charge up the battery, but then if you got to go on a long trip, it's got a little motor in it. You know, something like that. What do you know? The Bayonne Bridge is closed. 3 p.m. Does that have something to do with the Pope, I wonder? More speeders. Look at all the speeders. Oh, look at this guy in the BMW in the left lane. Just blow by me. Oh, my. He's going fast. I'm shooting some dashboard video, by the way, so you can actually see some of these people. Ooh-wee. It's a race. The race is on, friends. Uh, look at all these shitheads in these German luxury sedans. There's a Mercedes. Here goes another BMW with New York plates. Flying down the highway. Ideally, I would have this uh, stereo mic mounted up a little higher, but what can you do? 
the problem is the lavalier mic. It's got a little battery pack that you have to plug into, and I have no way to support that. And I can't have it just hanging off the windshield. All right, I, th I probably, uh, maybe a half an hour from Ikea. So that would be a good show, a good complete show. I'm thinking of recording in Ikea, frankly. I'm thinking uh, of trying to figure out how to stuff this recorder into my pocket and just walk around with it. I'll probably get the hairy eyeball there, but who cares? I would love to have some audio from inside Ikea. And that will be for all you people who have never gone and never want to go. I'll do it so you don't have to. Right now, traffic is moving well. Uh, if there's any kind of Pope-related traffic, I, we're not experiencing it here. I'm holding steady at 70, and here goes another, what is that, a Nissan? It's about the Toyota. It's about to fly past me. And here comes, what is this, a Lexus SUV? No, that's a Hyundai Santa Fe. I am in need of a road trip. I, I really am hoping that once I'm done with all my foot surgery, I can schedule enough time off in a row that I can make my way somewhere far from here on the road. I, uh, I still think about that trip to Cleveland, that road trip to Cleveland in 2012. But Cleveland's not that far away. It's, what, eight hours, nine hours? Yeah, you could do that fairly easily. But I am in need of an over-the-road trip of some kind to go see something I haven't seen yet in this great nation. You know, we talk all the time about traveling, but I, I haven't done all that much traveling in my life. I'd like to do more traveling, see other places enjoy other cultures. I'm driving with the windows up, by the way, which is ridiculous in this car because there's no air conditioning to speak of. And it's getting a little hot in here. Let's just put it that way. But if I opened up the windows, it would be quite the rush of sound. Allow me to demonstrate here. feels good though. Woohoo, that feels good. All right, if I can get to IKEA, what time is it now? It's just after 1. If I can get to IKEA by 2, I'll be good. I should be back home by uh, 3 3:30.
wonder how many of you out there have cars, because I know a lot of you don't, and uh, you choose not to, and you live with public transportation, and I admire that. I, I think often of how much money I would save every year um, if I wasn't paying insurance, if I wasn't paying for diesel, if I wasn't paying for maintenance on this car, for fluids to put in the car, you name it. Parking, when I have to go park somewhere. I mean, I, I have to say, in terms of driving, I have pretty low overhead compared to a lot of people. I probably, I don't have a car payment. So all things considered, all things total, um, I'd be surprised if I spent, you know, over $2,000 a year on this car. And a lot of you who are driving and have to drive for your job, etc., you're making a car payment, plus you're getting dinged by your insurance company for the maximum amount because the car is considered an asset. There's a lien against the car by the bank. And then you're probably driving a lot more than me, so you're paying a lot more for fuel. So I'm not gonna sit here and complain about the costs associated with my car. And there's something about owning a car and having a car at your disposal that becomes locked up in your mind with your, your freedom and your mobility. And I know when I haven't had a car, when I've had those very rare stretches of time when my car is either in the shop or I, I, for whatever reason, I'm between cars. I don't, it, I don't like it. There's something about it I don't like. I can't put my finger on it. The idea of jumping in your car and turning the key or pushing that button and being able to go wherever you want. Maybe I've been sold a bill of goods but there's something very powerful about that. And yes, I know as I drive down the road in my 1983 diesel vehicle that this idea of personal mobility, freedom, etc., in your own car is what's destroying the planet. I mean, it's one of the factors in what's destroying the planet. It happens to be a big one. And it's funny because uh, Mercedes is usually credited with being the first people to commercially produce an automobile, to, to make an automobile for sale to the public, right? And how long ago was that? That's over 100 years ago now. We've been driving around for at least 100 years. And look at where we are with climate change, right? Because we all want to get in our cars and go wherever we want, whenever we want. Because we're Americans. Alright, I am now, I'm doing about 75 now. That's still 10 miles above the speed limit. And here goes a guy in a Nissan who's going to pass me on my right now. Because nobody's going fast enough. He's going to find himself in trouble because the traffic ahead of him 
is not moving that fast either. They're not moving as fast as he is. So he's gonna have to start doing some bullshit lane changes here any second now. I think it's really easy to be a dick in your car. It's really easy because most modern vehicles, they have pretty good get up and go. You know, you mash on that gas and you're gone, basically. And I don't care what you're driving, it's still gonna be able to do 100 miles an hour. Don't come into my lane, please. There you go. I am about to pick up the New Jersey Turnpike. And then once I get on the Turnpike, Ikea will just be a couple of exits away. It's a beautiful day here. Couldn't ask for nicer weather in New Jersey. Uh, there's some clouds in the sky, but it's in the high 70s. There's a light breeze. It's sunny. And um, on a Friday afternoon like this, there's a lot of people headed to the Jersey Shore while the weather's still nice. They still want to get in some time if they can on the beach. And I don't blame them. Maybe that's what we should do this weekend. I should mention, while I'm thinking about it right now, that the silent marathon is almost upon us. Yes, every October we've been doing this silent marathon, and what does that mean? Well, that means it doesn't really get talked about on the air. It takes place mostly through social media. But the station is in a cash crisis right now. And to the tune of about $200,000. And we, we know you all love and appreciate WFMU. But this is the time when you show it, when you show that love and appreciation by uh, digging deep, by making a contribution. And I would love if this little podcast, the Aerial View Podiatry Cast, got some of that love. So when you get a chance, Go to my page, aerialview.me, and there, there should be a uh, pledge banner at the top of the page starting October 1st, where you can send us some love, or you can go to wfmu.org and send some love. But please do so, so that we know that you would like to see these podcasts continue. And it's going to be a different thing every week. I've already decided that since I have this portable recording gear, and I haven't been using it all that much, that I should start using it for stuff like this. When I was doing these previously, um, I would call them roadkill segments. I did a bunch of them for the Communication Breakdown podcast. And uh, I think back then I had my little Sony mini disc recorder that I would do them with. 
Mini disc, huh? Yes. Mini disc. Here we go through the easy pass. And then uh, I'm going to pick up the turnpike north. And then I should be a couple of exits away from Ikea. Ikea. I'm gonna get on the truck and the bus side of the turnpike. I always have a theory that there's less traffic on that side. It's probably an incorrect theory. This is Chris T on an aerial view podiatry cast, driving in my car on my way to Ikea to pick up some storage furniture because I haven't figured out how to get rid of my cassettes yet. I, uh, I look around my house and believe me, I'm gonna be agonizing about this a lot while I'm laid up recuperating from foot surgery, but I, I just have too much stuff. I, I just gotta get rid of some stuff and I gotta start letting go of some things like cassettes. I know there's a lot of nostalgia out there, but really, it's time to digitize this crap and stop it from taking up so much room because I got a lot of cassettes, just saying. I got them in the downstairs, uh, in the basement closets, I got them upstairs in my office. Ugh, they're everywhere. And a lot of these are aerial view air check cassettes. And a lot of those are shows that have never made it to the WFMU archives. And I had this dream that I would start digitizing these and then I would put them into the archives. But really, who goes back and listens to these old shows? Have you ever gone back to listen to a show from 1992, for instance? I mean, I think there would be some value to it. Don't get me wrong, but I finding the time to do it. I should try to get a grant, right? They give out grants for anything. I should try to get a grant. Well, there goes my theory about less traffic, because now I'm in a whole shitload of traffic. Why do people keep buying these yellow Camaros? I mean, really, was it because of the Transformer, Transformers movie? I, I think it's just a horrible color for a personal vehicle. If you're driving a fucking taxi, that's one thing. But otherwise, why would you want a yellow car? I mean, school buses are yellow, taxis are yellow. Why? You want a high visibility car, get a red car. Get an orange car. All right, I'm coming up on exit 12. And then just beyond that should be exit 13 for Ikea. And I'm gonna to try to get in and out of there quickly. We'll see how I do.
know exactly what I need. This is a particularly ugly stretch of the New Jersey Turnpike, and when I was a kid, this is the stretch we all knew about because I had cousins who lived in Englishtown, New Jersey. You might know Englishtown, it's the home of Raceway Park. And a matter of fact, from my cousin's backyard, we could hear the drag racing that was going on at Englishtown. I don't think we ever went though. I don't remember our cousins, my cousins ever bringing us there. I would have loved that. I think they were slightly embarrassed by it. Because you know, you'd be sitting, sitting in their backyard, having a little cookout, a little, doing a little grilling. And you would just hear off in the distance, the sound, you know, the sounds of high powered engines revving. and then uh, flying down the track. But this is the area with the refineries and the tanks that always smelled bad. And my father used to say, roll up the windows when we got to this area. And it was what I equated New Jersey with, what I thought of when I thought of New Jersey for many, many years was this horrid stretch right here. And most people, for most people the same. Well, there goes a BMW about to pass me on the left, doing 100 miles an hour, no doubt. You go, baby. You go. All right, now I'm getting a little confused because I don't know if this exit 13 is the exit for Ikea. It doesn't, it's not saying anything about Ikea. And I don't want to take the wrong exit here and end up God knows where. It's saying it's the ex exit for Elizabeth and the Gothels Bridge and the Verrazano Bridge. I know Ikea is directly opposite Newark Airport, right? So I'm looking for Newark Airport. Maybe there's a 13B or a 13C? Well, listen, if I overshoot it, oh yeah, 13A, two miles. 
Newark Airport, Elizabeth Seaport. That's the one I want. Oh, it smells bad over here, even with the windows rolled up. Wow. If you're going over, go over. I guess you're not going over, okay. Good for you, pal. Alright, uh, hopefully I'm about 10 minutes away, 15 minutes maybe, from Ikea in Elizabeth, New Jersey, where uh, I'm going to pick up a cabinet to put some stuff in. Try to clear, clear up some room in my office. And uh, I'm on the New Jersey Turnpike just south of exit 13A. A lot of trucking going on here. I'm on the truck and the bus side. On the theory that there's less traffic, and that theory is, you know, it's misguided to say the least. We're slowing down to about 45 miles an hour here. There's a plane directly in front of my car about to land on a runway at Liberty Airport, Newark Liberty Airport, whatever the hell they call it. And now I'm exiting on 13A and Ikea is just around the corner from here. A lot of these trucks are headed for the seaport, Elizabeth Seaport. It's also the port of Newark around here. These are big ports, big East Coast ports with a lot of unionized workers, people making a good living still. And they, believe me, they're going to try to automate as much of that as they can if they haven't already. Going slow here because of this truck that's in front of us with a container on. And this truck is not doing too good up this incline. We're now down to, I'm hovering between 20 and 25 miles an hour as we head into the toll booth. people not using easy pass I are, are people that paranoid they don't want to know their whereabouts they, they don't want anyone to know their whereabouts fucking asshole it's a fucking asshole behind me in a Porsche Cayenne fucking asshole fucking douche fuck you hey fuck you maniac guy was right up my ass as I was headed to the easy pass thing 
And then when he saw I was headed over to the one he wanted to go to, he got right up my ass. And then as I came out of it, he cut in front of me. And I'm trying to get over to the left, I mean to the right, so I could exit for this fucking Ikea. What a dick. That's the moment I was hoping to capture during this whole thing. All right, almost at Ikea. It's been about 40 minutes on this drive. And you know, the thing I, uh, the other thing I'm enjoying about the podcast really is that it doesn't have to be any particular length. I mean, the first one was exactly 60 minutes long and then I kind of gave up on that with the second one because I was having such a good time with Keith Hartel and the guitar lesson that I just let it go long. And uh, this one, it may end up going short. Who knows? It's going to depend on whether or not I do decide to go in there with my recorder. And if I go in, I'm not, I don't think I'm going in with the lavalier mic. I think I'll just take the stereo mic. Yeah, a lot of trucking around here. A lot of trucking. I'm gonna lower these windows. I'm gonna miss driving. I'm not gonna be driving for a while, especially after I get my right foot done. I mean, this is an automatic car. There's really no left foot action involved, but a lot of right foot action, obviously. I got the red arrow right now, just waiting on the green arrow. And there she is. I'm here at Ikea, trying to get to the goddamn marketplace. How do you do that? Why? Uh-oh. Elevator stopped moving. <clears throat> Wait a minute. Oh, here we go. Okay. Shopping for batteries at IKEA and bulbs. This is almost as dead as I've ever seen it in here. There's literally nobody here. All right, I have found it. Excuse me, are you open? They're not lit up. Are you open? Uh, uh, credit, yeah. 
Okay, because the, the light's not on, so it's... Okay. Yes. Thank you. What the fuck is wrong with people? Well, that concludes this trip to Ikea.
What is that you've got written on your helmet? W-F-M-U. What's that supposed to be, some kind of sick joke? I don't know, sir. You don't know very much, do you? No, sir. Whose side are you on, son? Our side, sir. Don't you love your country? Yes, sir. How about getting with the program? Why don't you jump on the team and come on in for the big win? Yes, sir. It's a hardball world, son. We've got to try to keep our heads until this peace craze blows over. Aye, aye, sir.